scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Hey, ESPN Wichita fans. Let's kick off the weekend in style at Twin Peaks West. Meet us out at Ridge and Taft starting at noon this Friday for some eats, drinks, and scenic views. We're back at the Lodge with the Shane Dennis Show and The Pulse with Pat Strothman. Rolling from noon to four this Friday. Twin Peaks West. Come enjoy scratch-made food, 29-degree drafts, and we got you covered with some swag to go along with the scenic views. Friday, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, Twin Peaks West. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. Joel Embiid of the 76ers says he hopes to be back on the floor before the end of the regular season. Embiid's been out for a month with a meniscus injury in his left knee. He's averaging 35 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists this season. As the Chicago Bears figure out what to do with the number one pick in the upcoming draft, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky has changed his mind about what they should do. I have not thought that Caleb Williams was a lock at number one because I thought Drake May would be the guy. I was wrong in that. Jaden Daniels should be the guy. If I were the Chicago Bears right now, I would take Jaden Daniels out of LSU. That is not a knock on Caleb Williams. That is a plus in Jaden Daniels. Dan Orlovsky on Get Up. Our Adam Schefter reports another Saints player restructures his contract. Eight-time Pro Bowl defensive end Cameron Jordan gets a new deal that saves the team more than $9 million against the cap. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports the Hornets will hire Jeff Peterson as the team's new head of basketball operations. He's been the assistant GM of the Nets the last five years. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon, coming up Friday. As the workouts get started at the Combine, I'll tell you the one prospect who has a lot riding on his performance. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our What's up, Wichita? Happy Thursday, everyone. Hope you're bundled up, staying warm. 
although it's a little bit better today than it was maybe yesterday. Welcome into the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. In addition to the old radio dial, if you want to stream us, you can. You can download the TuneIn app to your smartphone. If you have a smart speaker, you can tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita on 92.3 FM. You can also pull up an internet browser. If you type in ESPNWichita.com, you can find the Listen Life link on there. In addition to our podcast page, if you want to check out all the old shows, you can certainly do that. So feel free to do that if you like. Although, I will say, do that after the show, please and thank you. That would be wonderful. I'm Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is producing. If you want to call in, you certainly can. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. I have a couple different giveaways today. A pair of tickets to see Wichita State and Rice coming up this weekend for men's basketball. I also have Polly Shore tickets. So a couple different items today. If you want to... Uh, if you want to be registered for that or get a chance to win, make sure to listen and dial 316-669-4996. Text line number is 316-247-0923. Apparently the text line was blowing up moments ago. I'll try to clear the air on that, I suppose. 316-247-0923. We also have social media. Go to Twitter slash X, Facebook, Instagram, type in ESPN Wichita, and we will show up. Here on the show today, we have Rising and Falling with Pete Anderson, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group, our final one for the year. It's coming up at 2.25. 2.45, a three-question Thursday. Hour number two begins with what's happening. A couple different headlines that I feel like we need to get into, one involving a chief in Probably got to look at some of the quotes that we that we saw from earlier in the day with Lance Leipold. That's just a little taste of what might happen at 302 today. 325, we will have the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. We'll visit with Brian here today. And then at 345, we will have Terry France with Cars for Heroes. That's brought to you by Super Pools. That's our lineup for today. It is the extra day of the year. It is February 29, 2024. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. Okay, Jack Johnson, got to ask, what am I missing? What what were you guys talking about? Apparently I'm getting – I was mentioned. Apparently mm-hmm. I'm in a category that, that, that might not be a good category. What, <laughs> no, what are we talking about here? It's not a bad category. So we were doing our Grinding My Gears segment. Mine, which is targeting one of my buddies, I said I'm not uh, somebody that enjoys when I get a phone call and they're either A, not driving, which you, we already said, he's like, or Shane said, yeah, Pat will only call when he's driving. I said, if you're driving, it's urgent. You need me to do something now. Call me. No problem whatsoever. If it's my grandparents, sure. Parents, sure. But for somebody that, you know, is my age, my buddies, it's like they call me and they're like, hey, 
uh, next weekend, I need you to come over and do this for me. I'm like, great. Why couldn't you just text me that? What are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing right now. I just wanted to call you and tell you about that. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, because our reasoning was, and Shane agreed with this, whenever I get a phone call, my mind goes to the worst case scenario. Why is this person calling me unprompted in the middle of the day or late at night? What What is going on about that? And then it transitioned to Shane saying, well, you know who's a caller? It's Pat. And I was like, oh, that does make sense. He has called me before. Uh, about thing whoa, like unprompted. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa, so. whoa, 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 whoa. Let's clear the air here. Mm-hmm. I, Shane, yes, I have called Shane. I've called Zach. I've called Andrew. I've called Shane. You've called me. Ra- rarely. I, it is not more than five times I've called you. Oh, Maybe I would. I would. I wouldn't imagine a lot. I, Shane just said that you're a caller. I was like, oh. In my experiences, he has called me before unprompted. And my thought for going to the worst case scenario, my thought is always something went wrong at the station. Something has dropped. So and I go. Usually, oh. and, and usually there is something wrong when when I call. And you, it might normally be. there is a, there is something wrong. It, yeah. it might be. So yeah, it's it's more for me. My grind in my gears is like it makes my heart rate spike. And then when it's something that's totally not urgent, it's like oh. In two days, we're going to do this. Oh, next week, we're going to do this. I'm like, why could you not just email or text me? And it's like, hey, if you're like, hey, I, I was booked up. I'm I'm answering 200 emails. I'm doing this. I just had to call you as the quickest way to do it. I'm like, fine. That's all good. But when you're just like, oh, I just I needed to tell you. I'm like, why would you why would you scare me like that? Why would you need to do that? But then we got in the debate. There were people on the text line that were like, oh, come on. You know, I don't text at all. I call people all the time. Like, I think it's a generation thing. If you grew up only calling, well, you're not going to be a texter. If you grew up only texting people instead of calling, then you kind of prefer the texting part of it. <laughs> I need more feedback. Text line, let me know. 316-247-0923. I promise we'll talk sports. But it just made it seem like <laughs> Shane made it seem like it was a bad thing. That's what it seemed like. And I'm like, hold on. It is when I drive. Chance understands this better than anyone else, probably at the station. When I'm driving, when I'm going to Kansas City or going somewhere, it's going to take two and a half, three hours. You know what I do? I I call people during that time because, A, I'm trying to be productive while at the wheel, somehow, some way. I try to be productive. Ask my wife. I hate not being efficient. I I hate it. If, If there's an extra step. That is required. I'm like, no, we don't need that. No, 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 no. Eliminate that part. I like to always capitalize on the time that I have. Always try to do that. So if I feel like, hey, Shane, Shane needs to know something, I'm going to call him up and let him know what's what's going on. Now, last night when I called Shane, that was, I think, hey, how was the ball game? How you doing? That's just a different thing. That's just like a quick conversation. But it's also me going from point A to point B. That's for me going from Coke Arena to my house. So. I don't know. I do like talking to people. I really do. But when it is important, I, I always I always do try to call. That is always my goal. But you're I, I hear you out though on the texting. I, I will I will admit that. There are times where I will get something where I'm like, bro, this could have been done via an email or this could have just been a simple text message. I do agree with that in some circumstances. But I feel like when I call, there's a there's usually a pretty good reason why I'm calling. I'm usually not calling to talk your ear off for five hours. That's usually not the case. Normally, it's a, 
all right, I got to call Shane to talk about Twin Peaks West Remote tomorrow. I need to call Zach to make sure he's got this logo ready. I got to call Chance to make sure this is it. Because I know if I'm on the road, I'd rather do that than text. And usually that stuff gets done right away when I call someone. Usually when I text someone, it might not get done right away. Normally it requires a phone call. That's funny, though. The the, the grind of my, my gears night or segment, that's so great. So it's not a negative thing, then. So is that the ruling? It's not. It's not a negative thing. I mean, it, it's kind of depends on the person. If you're really an anti-call person and somebody's a big time caller, well, then it can be a grinding the gears like me. But to well, my my thing was, it was about my friend. It wasn't about you. And then the I know, then it switched to Shane saying, "Well, you know who's a caller is Pat." Yeah, so that's more a, so centric a, to him and Chance. A, than a, me. A, a, yeah, AKA Shane is telling me this this. Pat annoys me. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what I just heard. Yeah, like that maybe. is in my brain. That's that's finally clicking. It's his chance to speak his truth. <laughs> now I now I know. Now I know. Well, there is no immunity with this segment, right? No one came to me, and I didn't grant immunity for anyone. So I guess uh, I'll have to deal with that with with shame myself. No, in all reality, I know I call maybe a little too much sometimes, but normally, if I'm giving you a buzz, normally there's a, a pretty good reason normally when i send a text to shane normally it's like tiktok videos and tweets like that's normally when i text shane that's normally what happens and that's just like mindless information that i send over to someone so i guess i i do prefer talking to someone rather than having a conversation via text message i do prefer actually talking to someone i am i i guess a little bit of an old soul when it comes to something like that I figured Shane would, would definitely be in that category, but knowing Shane, I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised. So anyways, all right. 316-247-0923. Talking phobia. Maybe, maybe Michael, maybe. Let me know if you're a caller or a texter, please, on the text line. 316-247-0923. It does depend on the situation. Maybe maybe in my case, maybe you need to take a step back and realize there's a problem there. Real quick, before we do talk about the Shockers, we do have Rod who wants to briefly mention the Kansas City Chiefs. Not exactly sure we're going to have time to do it. So let's sneak in Rod right now on the hotline. Hello, Rod. Welcome to the show. What's up, big guy? Hey, just very quickly. So obviously a lot of talk about Legarius Seed and Chris Jones. And one day mm-hmm. I think, oh, they need to trade Chris and get picks. And the next day it's, well, they need to trade Legarius and get picks. <laughs> is there anybody out there? Is anybody out there in the college and the draft coming up that if they do have to get rid of one or both those guys, that they can fill those holes? Oh, I'm sure. I, I haven't done too much of a of a deep dive, and I think everyone's so obsessed with wide receiver right now for Kansas City that everyone's thinking that pick number 32 is going to be a receiver. That's what everyone keeps indicating, and and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that because there would would be some worthy wide receivers at pick number 32 toward the tail end of round number one that you could probably get some value with. It, the, the thing is, with with Kansas City, the, the Chiefs, the beautiful part of what Brett Beach has been able to do, he's been able to draft guys, especially corners, and develop them. So far he's hit on a guy like Trent McDuffie. They've, they've hit on those other guys too, Joshua Williams being one of them. I know he's not like a big one, but – you see those corners, they have a pretty deep stable of, of cornerbacks because of their ability 
to go and draft them and, to, and develop them. So there's at least a little bit of a track record there. From the defensive tackle standpoint, they went ahead and, what, released Keandre Coburn, if I recall correctly, and he was a pick from last year's NFL draft, and that didn't seem to go too well for them. They let him walk, and now I believe he's on another team and so on and so forth. So, yeah, there there could be some guys lurking in the, around at pick number 32. Like I said, I haven't done like too deep of a dive with it. If you truly want a, a game-wrecking defensive tackle, you're probably looking in the top 15 would be my assumption. Although how many guys are truly going to be game-wreckers like Chris Jones? That's the only thing I just kind of worry about. They are going to have to get some defensive tackles, though, because right now there's only one defensive tackle who's currently under contract. At least with LeJarrius Sneed, right now you have a, a franchise tag technically on him, and if you do trade, then, yeah, you're probably going to get some draft capital in return. But I would imagine, based on Kansas City's track record, they can find another corner. Will he be exactly like LeJarrius Sneed? Who knows? But look at the track record of Kansas City. Javarius Ward did pretty well, goes to San Francisco. They develop LeJarrius Sneed. Now if they let LeJarrius Sneed go and trade for, for draft capital, well, they have Trent McDuffie who's waiting in the wings, and Trent McDuffie's a the guy they traded up for. So there's been a good track record there for the Kansas City Chiefs from a cornerback standpoint. Rod, greatly appreciate it. I hope that answered everything, and I'm looking forward to diving a little bit deeper into our NFL draft coverage as we enter away toward that. Appreciate you calling here today. And see, he called. He didn't text. And I have no issues with Rod calling. <laughs> See? Everything's fine. You can be a caller. It's totally okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the Shockers real quick. Hey, Wichita State, they made it interesting, but at the end of the ball game, the Shockers are celebrating their first road conference win under Hedman's basketball coach, Wichita State or the headman's basketball coach of Wichita State, Paul Mills. 74-66 being the final at UAB. Colby Rogers was the one that set the tone last night. He went nuclear. And quite frankly, you needed to see that after the, the game before then in which he did not shoot the ball particularly well against the Temple Owls, which is why Temple was able to get the W instead of Wichita State. But the Shockers, they led by as many as 19 in the second half. UAB mounted a monster comeback, pulled within one with 3.17 to go, and we all thought, right, maybe there was some belief out there, but I think everyone in the that listens to this show, more than likely you're thinking, here we go again for Wichita State. It's the same old, same old with Wichita State in 2023, 2024. They're going to let the lead slip, and that will be that. Shockers, however, they bounce back, they finish the game on a 9-2 run, and they get the win against UAB, 74-66. Hey, I give credit to the Shockers at this point, and it's not going to be a feel-good win for anyone. No one's going to chalk this up as a, as a program-changing win for Wichita State. But I do give a lot of credit to the players who – went on the road, very easily could write off the, the season and just let it slip and just call it good. Instead, they they were able to lock back in. Had UAB actually taken the lead, 
maybe the wheels on the bus would have fallen off completely. There would have been a good chance of that happening. But they found a way to keep UAB at bay, and they found a way to hang on, and they finally get that road win that the Shockers have been searching for all throughout this entire season. Again, it's not going to be one of those wins that changes the outlook on the program going forward. But it does make you go, all right, well, there's a little bit of a change. Shockers were able to do something that they really haven't shown that they could do throughout this year. Just like against Temple, I thought maybe for the first time this year, Wichita State would overcome a poor shooting performance from Colby Rogers because that has also been a problem this year. When Colby's not exactly on, Wichita State really struggles. And can you blame the Shockers for struggling when your top scorer isn't putting the ball in the hoop? You're going to struggle. Colby Rogers did not. 29 points on 10 of 14 shooting. He did have four turnovers, but he also got three of those turnovers erased with three steals. It was five of six from distance, four of five from the free throw line. That was a nice bounce back game for Colby Rogers. Xavier Bell didn't shoot the ball well. He also turned the ball over five times, but he ended up with 12 points. And Harlan Beverly also scored 12, and he pulled down eight rebounds for the Wichita State Shockers, who shot 50% from the field, 8 of 15 from deep, 12 of 16 from the free throw line. UAB, meanwhile, 40% from the floor, 5 of 16 from beyond the arc, and 15 of 22 from the free throw line. Shockers were able to correct some things down the stretch. And, hey, as bad as this season has been, there has not been a lot of positives this year. No one's arguing that whatsoever. But at least you get that road conference win. You beat a team in UAB who was 10-4 and in the American going into that game. You can look back at this year and go, hey, we got to win against UAB, got to win against SMU. You competed with some of the top teams as well. The only thing is you're going to look back and go, well, he lost twice to Temple and some other challenging losses as well. But still, this team could have easily folded. The Shockers on the road still fought hard. They led by 19 in the second half. And while that lead shrunk to one, they didn't completely crumble. And that's the expectation for Wichita State this year, has just simply been crumbling. They didn't crumble all the way. They maybe were able to bend, but they didn't break all the way. Which, hey, that's a win that makes you feel a little bit better as you close out the regular season, which hard to believe that March is almost here. Hard to believe that the regular season is almost over, but the Shockers, they have two games left. Coming up on Saturday, they have Senior Day against Rice at 6 o'clock, and then they have Tulane on Friday next week at 8 o'clock. And that's why you're going to look back at the Temple game. If you get that win, plus you get a win against Rice, you could be talking about a four-game win streak going into the game against Tulane, and you very well could get that win too. Five consecutive wins to close a regular season. Again, no one's doing backflips. No one's saying that Wichita State is back. There are still many, many issues with this Wichita State team. Spacing can be a problem at times. This team still struggles to shoot from beyond the arc, outside of Colby Rogers. 
You have a lot of standing around on offense. You have a defense that's not always locked in. They can't make free throws sometimes. There have been numerous things that have popped up for Wichita State this year. But while still not being a perfect team and a team that has gone through so many so many downs, more than ups, they still find a way to grind it out to get a win at UAB. 74-66 to 66 being the final. 316-247-0923. Got another text here. Jack is wrong. I'm 42. I like texting more. But if I want to actually talk or see if someone is real, I like calls or FaceTime. Everyone's got their preference. Everyone does. Everyone's got their preference. I just now have to look in the mirror and just understand that I annoy Shane and everyone else in the in the building. I just have to understand that now. I'll, I'll wear that one. I'll, I'll take the L. But that's why I find it funny, Jack, when, like, with me getting popped up. I mean, that was obviously Shane who brought it up, not you. Because, yeah, there are only certain times when I call you. And usually you know you know why I'm calling. <laughs> usually it's a, oh, okay, sorry, let me see what I can do. But fortunately, I haven't had to call you in that situation in a long, long time. And I think that's a, a wonderful thing for, for us, you and I. <laughs> The fact that you don't Very have to true. deal with me calling you. So, yeah, I, and I never called Jack just to shoot the breeze. I've never called you just to shoot the breeze. That I do know. I can't recall one one time when I called you just to talk. I, I yeah, I don't think you – the only time you've other – just, you know, plans for the upcoming week, plans for, yep. for what's on deck. Yep, that's it. And it's a, hey, I got this – it's going to be coming your way in about five minutes. Uh, how's everything else looking, that type of thing. Or giving you a call when I'm in Vegas saying, hey, this is kind of the plan of attack just to make sure we're talking things out, making sure we're lined up. Anywho, apparently there are some people who like callers, some people that like texters. And I think there are a lot of people, you're either one or the other. I don't think it's a both situation. It does depend on why you're calling, but regardless. Jack doesn't like wasteful minutes. See, and that's the thing, too. I brought up me being efficient. You're like me, man. If you're saying that, hey, if you could have just texted me, that would have been that would have been fine. Because efficiency is so key. If we have a meeting and I feel like the meeting is is not purposeful, we don't get anything out of it, we should just do emails and call it good. And sometimes people do schedule meetings that should just be emails. But anyways, just the way it goes. All right. Well, I'm glad that you all, you, Chance, Shane, were able to get that off your chest. I'm glad I had a chance to clear the air a little bit. So, fantastic. Okay, when we come back, we do have Rising and Falling with Pete Anderson. We will do a couple of giveaways, so continue to listen. Be ready to call, 316-669-4996. Rising and Falling, brought to you by Adventures Point Financial Group, next on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. The 67th Annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the Wrestling Showdown of the Year. Proudly presented by Visit Wichita. (laughs) 
hello, this is Ben Farha with Farha Roofing. Our team of professionals would like to secure your home or business in 2024. If you have concerns regarding roofing, call Farha Roofing or visit farharoofing.com. Whether it's repair, service, or replacement, Farha Roofing is the team for you. Call Farha Roofing or visit us at farharoofing.com. Farha Roofing, we rise above the rest. Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. Your home's in your hands, you build it. Dreaming of a home you built yourself? You can plan and manage the construction of your own home with the expert help of a You Build It consultant. Build whatever kind of home you desire. Wood frame, insulated concrete, log, timber, frame, or concrete dome. Call the experts at You Build It today, 316-260-2044 for your free consultation. Find them online at their website, youbuildit.com. That's the letter U, buildit.com. Your home's in your hands, you build it. Big news, Superpools is excited to announce that we've added concrete pool building to our repertoire. Call Superpools today at 316-880-3900 or check out superpoolsusa.com to see some of our outstanding work. We dig fun. Beware of the fog. You're a Swiss the right wing. The Kansas Jayhawks hit the hardwood every game right here. What ball movement. They share it and they throw it down. There's nothing like Kansas basketball. Part of the journey all season long on your home for Kansas Jayhawk basketball. Saturday, the Jayhawks hit the road to take on Baylor. Coverage begins at noon on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson, of course, playing the tunes. I'm Pat Stropman. It's time for our Rising and Falling segments with Pete Anderson. It's brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group, putting together your financial goals and plans in your own. It can often become overwhelming. Let Pete Anderson help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future. Find him online at vpfgroup.com, or you can visit him in person at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. Pete, March Madness is upon us. We ready? We are ready to go. <laughs> well, it's certainly madness this week with what has taken place inside out field Fieldhouse with KU and BYU. K-State somehow, some way rallying from what was losing a 25-point lead and winning in overtime. Lots of stuff to certainly recap. If you don't know the segment, just like the stock markets, things go up, things go down in the sports world. Sometimes you're trending up, sometimes you're trending down, and that's what we attempt to do every single week here on the show. And as always, we start with a Sunflower State Rising 
player here from Wichita State, KUK State. I'm curious to see what Pete is going to choose. He always kicks it off. So Pete Anderson, who is on the rise in the Sunflower State? Tyler Perry. He drives me absolutely nuts at times. He he is uh, kind of the leader of a very frustrating K-State team just to follow in general. But Perry's been absolutely great in the last two much-needed wins for K-State, hitting 10 threes in those games. He's cut down his turnovers and uh, – down the stretch of games, he might be the ultimate closer, the Mariano Rivera of college basketball. Boy, that's something. Yeah, he's been up and down all throughout the year. I, I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of like a more frustrating player than, than Tyler Perry in K-State history. Maybe we can talk about that later on. Jack Johnson, who is your riser for this week? I'm going to stick with K-State here and go with Will McNair coming off the bench, back-to-back games, scoring in double figures, getting more playing time, and really – uh, settling into a good role here. He was 4 of 5 against BYU in that win at home, and he was 6 of 8 in the win against West Virginia. Also added in uh, seven boards, four offensive rebounds in that game. Uh, I think he, alongside David Gasson, is really you know giving K State a nice one two punch coming off the bench for a bench. Let's be honest, has struggled a lot uh, this year. I'm going to go off the beaten path, and that is Chloe Barber from Wichita State Softball. Three games, two starts, struck out 33 hitters in 15 innings of work. She allowed only two runs, .93 ERA on eight hits. She tied the single-game school record with 15 strikeouts against Arkansas, a top-15 team. Two days later, she broke that school record with 16 strikeouts against Illinois State. For the season, 49 Ks in 24 innings, 2.33 ERA, her 14.3 strikeouts per seven innings is tops in the country. Chloe Barber, the barbershop, as they're calling her, there on campus. I'm going to give it up to Chloe Barber from Wichita State Softball. All right, Jack Johnson, don't hold back your falling of the week. Yeah, hard not to pick anybody that plays for the University of Kansas. Um, you could go <laughs> so many different directions. You could go with the coaches. You could go with the fans that give the excuses. Um, but I am going to go with Kevin McCuller uh, in this one. I think the too easy pick was Hunter Dickinson or uh, Nicholas Timberlake or a KJ Adams. To me, I got to go with Kevin McCuller here. I mean, everybody knew how vulnerable this Kansas team was with him. They can't make it far at all without him. I, and I thought Bill Self said it perfectly in the post game. He was like, "When we're really good, we're good. Uh, when we're not good, we're not. Like there is no in between. Where when they're bad, it's you know some other teams pretty good." You know, we've seen some good Kansas teams like that. This is not the worst team Bill Self's ever had. It's a pretty boring team to watch because there's just no good three-point shooters. And then your leading scorer, your All-American, your preseason Big 12 first-team guy can't play because of a bone bruise. And the way Bill Self just continuously keeps hitting the hammer on the head with, we don't expect him to be back, we're not planning on him to be back, I think it shows his frustration as well that, you know, why the hell did he say he was good to go against Oklahoma and then you play him 35 minutes and now he can't play for maybe the rest of the year. So his stock not only at the college level but I think at the NBA level is going down a little bit because these were very important games for his draft stock and if you can't be out there, you're not going to be rising on any boards. Well, I don't need to pile on what you just said there but Kevin McCuller would certainly be my pick as well for all the same reasons. You know, 
and that's the other thing too. Like if Kevin McCuller is is really sitting down there, whoever's giving him advice, if someone is saying, "Hey, you shouldn't play for the rest of the season and risk injury because that's going to hurt your draft stock." If someone's feeding him that information, you might want to, you know, go to someone else, Kevin McCuller, because you need to be out there on the floor. You're the one who made the decision to come back for another year. Get out there and play. That's what you should be doing, especially if it is a you know bone bruise. I mean, shoot, there have been guys who have, I think, played through worse. But, hey, that's Kevin McCullers' thing, not I. All right, Pete Anderson, who's on uh, the way down in your eyes? Yeah, I was, I was just going to go with KU's outside shooting in yeah. general. Uh, they were already shorthanded before they lost McCuller. Now they really need Nick Timberlake to step up and fill that role. They just don't have very many shooters this year. Which is scary. <laughs> it's it's scary that that they have to rely on Nick Timberlake. That's a scary thing. All right, we move on to college basketball individuals first. A player that is rising, P. Anderson. Reed Shepard of Kentucky. Ooh. Yeah, he was absolutely fantastic against Mississippi State in a tough uh, road victory for Kentucky. Had 32 points in the game and hit the game-winning shot with five-tenths remaining in the game. Jack Johnson? Going to go with R.J. Davis of North Carolina. Had 42 points in their win against Miami, and that was coming off a 1-for-14 showing against West or against Virginia over the weekend, but bouncing back with 14 of 22 shooting from the field, 7 of 11 from deep. Also, added in six boards and four steals. He uh, is my riser among college basketball players this week. You probably didn't think I'd pick a San Diego State Aztec, but I am. Jaden uh, Letty, Leedy, I think it's Leedy. He's a six foot nine senior who's averaging 21 points per game in his last six games. 20, 27, 23, 23, 22, 27. That's pretty good. I think he is a player that is on the rise for San Diego State. And look, they're in the top 25. Are they going to be able to do what they did last year? Probably not. But still, San Diego State's one of those teams you got to look out for once you get to the NCAA tournament. On to the basketball player that is falling, Jack Johnson. Yeah, I think there is a couple different guys you could go with, and you know, you've got to go off the off the beaten path here, and can't take somebody from the local schools. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Micah Peavy here of TCU, who in their loss against Baylor, Horn Frogs only got 54 points in this game, but last two uh, last two times out, uh, not been very effective, but not really shooting the ball either. Only took four shots against Cincinnati, had four points there, and then against Baylor. Uh, just seven sh- seven shots from the floor, four from deep, and only nine points in 27 minutes. He's a guy that's got to score for them to go deep uh, in Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament, averaging north of 11 points per game. Not sure why all of a sudden he's not letting to fly. I know K-State fans were uh, very familiar with his game when he dropped 26 in Manhattan, but pretty quiet since then. P. Anderson? Going to go with one of my least favorite players to watch in college basketball and Pop Isaacs. <laughs> Of Texas Tech. Oh man, you're bring you're bringing the hammer today, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, eight of his last thirty from the field in Tech's back-to-back losses. He hasn't shot over fifty percent in his last ten games, and he's shooting thirty-six percent from the field on the season. But the guy keeps shooting. I'm just gonna go with Kyle Filipowski, man. Like this, I understand the court stormy thing. Yeah, it's bad. We we talked about it this week too. But to go from, okay, he suffered a bad injury, it was an ankle, then a knee, and then magically nothing came about. They're not going to look at anything. He's just a little sore. Okay, 
Kyle Filipowski, you're potentially an NBA guy. Be a little bit tougher. Don't try to play the victim card here this week. Again, I get it. The court storming thing, you got to look out for players and the, the player safety. I understand it wholeheartedly. But, bro, if, if you are truly injured, like, at least at least act like you're injured for, like, an entire week. Be like, oh, yeah, no, for real. It is an actual deal. Put yourself in a boot. Maybe fake it for a little bit. Not just magically all of a sudden you're feeling better. Whatever. Kyle Filipowski. And, look, they also lost the, the Wake Forest, so that's also why I'm going to pick Kyle Filipowski. On the college basketball teams on the rise, Pete Anderson, you're up first. South Florida. The Bulls have won 13 games in a row. They now have a three-game lead in what looked like a tough uh, American Conference race. Somehow, Bracketology doesn't even have South Florida in the NCAA field if they don't win the conference tournament, uh, which I think is absolutely crazy. I would much rather see the Bulls in the tournament than the 10th place team in the Big 12. You know, they, they play some good ball. South Florida's had a phenomenal year. Jack Johnson, your team that's on the rise. That was originally going to be my pick, so I have to pivot to my plan B option here, which is <laughs> Nebraska uh, and Fred Hoiberg's squad. They got to 20 wins. They've won four in a row, haven't lost since February 7th, and I think have a really good chance uh, to maybe even win out in their final three games. They play Ohio State on the road. They got Rutgers, and they got Michigan, who's dead last in the Big Ten on the road to close out the year. This is a team that's going to get into the NCAA tournament, and you know I'm excited to see what Fred Hoiberg can do once getting back to uh, the big tournament in March. It's been quite some time for Nebraska. They've been a largely irrelevant team for a few years. Here's his chance, and this is a, a very sneaky good Nebraska team. I know it's a weaker Big Ten, but who knows what can happen in March Madness. Well, since you didn't want to pull a repeat of South Florida, I guess I'll go with the Aggies of Utah State. I brought up San Diego State. You know, it was also near the top of, of the conference there in the in the wonderful Mountain West. Oh, Utah State, as well as Boise State and San Diego State. Nevada, UNLV are also right at the very top two, so it's been a fun race there. But Utah State took down San Diego State 68-63. They didn't lose to Colorado State, but I would say Utah State back on the rise because they have a shot. They really do. They have a shot at maybe, maybe getting the job done in the Mountain West tournament. I don't think they're going to make it as that large, but you never know. We'll see what happens with Utah State. On to college basketball teams that are following Jack Johnson. I'm going to go to the SEC here in a game that took place on Tuesday. Arkansas hosted Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt hadn't won a road SEC game since last March when they went to Rupp Arena and beat Kentucky at the buzzer. They go into Fayetteville, and yes, it's an Arkansas team that's just been disastrous this year and they're going to have a losing record before the SEC tournament but Vandy now has at least locked in the second to last place spot in the SEC uh, Missouri now can't catch them they had uh, the tiebreaker over the Tigers but if Missouri would have won three straight uh, they would have had a chance to maybe not finish in the basement but now Vandy has locked that in but for Arkansas a team that is now 14 and 14 on the year they still have to go to Kentucky to Alabama uh, what a disastrous year for, for Coach Musselman there. I mean, considering they went to the Elite Eight, Elite Eight and Sweet 16 in three straight years, they were a Final Four favorite uh, coming in or maybe to be a dark horse to get back to the Final Four. And here they are uh, being one of the worst teams in the SEC. And anytime you lose to Vanderbilt and football or basketball, you know things are not going very well. Apparently taking off your shirt doesn't make you a good coach. You remember that moment? Because I remember that moment. I'm really surprised at how bad they have been this year. Texas Tech is my follower 
here I was thinking that maybe, and they, who knows, maybe they will be, you know, an interesting team in Kansas City, but they can't play away from Lubbock to save their lives. You can say that about other teams in the Big 12 too, but I think Texas Tech, by far and away, one of the worst teams away from their own building. They get pummeled by Texas, 81-69. They fall to Central Florida on the road, 75-61. This Texas Tech team, led by your boy, Pop Isaacs, they're just on the way down. There for a little bit, they were right there with K-State. It wasn't that long ago when it was K-State, Texas Tech, both at the top of the, the Big 12 standings. Well, both teams have certainly regressed since then. But, hey, Texas Tech right now, woof, uh, just getting smoked by Texas was just it was just brutal to watch. And we'll see how they'll bounce back. They have West Virginia on the road and Oklahoma State on the road. Those are not gimmies for Texas Tech considering how bad they are on the road. P. Anderson, who's your team that's falling? Yeah, about 10 years ago, the thought of Georgetown being really bad at basketball was absolutely unimaginable. Uh, over the past three seasons, Georgetown in the Big East is now 4-51. and 51. <laughs> Whoa. And, okay, who's the head coach here now? Ed Cooley. That's right. And I, they thought that was a slam dunk. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a little ways to go, but Patrick Ewing didn't do them any any favors. It's just the way it is. All right, we move on to our wild card here for rising and falling, and it can be a riser, could be a faller. It can be whatever you want it to be. Pete Anderson, he always kicking off, so go ahead. Yeah, going to go with my pick to make a run in the NCAA tourney this year, Indiana State. <clears throat> the Sycamores just play a really fun brand of basketball. They share the ball. They shoot it well. Uh, they seem like a team that no one is going to want to match up with and prepare for in a quick turnaround. They have a big guy who you've talked about before, extremely tough to match up with. Uh, Indiana State has a really fun team this year. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. Don't hate that at all. Jack Johnson, your wild card. Well, after uh, getting the Sweet 16 last year, the Princeton Tigers have followed up with a 21-3 and season. They haven't lost at home, and they haven't lost since February 2nd, which was on the road against Yale. This Princeton team uh, maybe not going to make another deep run like that. That feels very improbable, but... You know, they went out the rest of their regular season here. I know it can be tough with Ivy League schools if you got to win your conference tournament to get in to get that auto bid. But, man, I think you could look at them as a 13 seed, maybe a 12 seed. We've seen that before from Princeton. And at that point, they may, they may be one of those favorites to, to be an upset pick among brackets around, uh, around the nation here in a couple weeks. My wild card. See, my thoughts, there's so many different thoughts swirling around in my head because I always like to, to go as local as I possibly can. I'll go with, and I know this might be the maybe the easy answer, but another wrestling state championship for Goddard. I'll go that route. They, When I got down this way, before I got down this way, when I was up in Salina for five years, there was one thing that I always paid attention to was always wrestling. It's one of those sports I'm trying to learn to get better at. But always following high school athletics, there's always one thing I that always stands out to me, and that is Goddard and state championships in wrestling. It happens so often, and no surprise, that the Goddard Lions got another one done. And, of course, all the other state wrestlers that had success too. Certainly congratulations to all of them on a wonderful season, and now we – Turn our attention to uh, basketball, baseball. I believe practices are officially underway now. So 
Before you know it, we'll be talking baseball and softball. But, hey, for right now, congratulations to all those state wrestlers. Goddard continues to be on the rise in my eyes. R.I.P. Anderson, for those that want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, easiest way, just shoot me a text, 316-333-7530. All right, easy enough. All right, Pete, thanks for doing this. Hope to do it again sometime soon. Definitely. That'd be great. All right, that is Rising and Falling, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group. Putting together your financial goals and plans on your own, it can often become overwhelming. Let Pete Anderson help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future. Find him online at vpfgroup.com, or you can visit him in person at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. More of The Pulse straight ahead on ESPN Wichita. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned in other entities in our marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Sunday on the NBA on ESPN Radio. What Philly would like to be able to do is not drop out into the play-in. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Dallas Mavericks sitting on the edge of the playoffs. And they go head-to-head this Sunday. Coverage begins at 12.30 Eastern with tip-off at 1 on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Indeed. Proud to be the home of the NBA. Locally owned, locally operated. Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an edition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One, where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. 
Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. No, Jack, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I do enjoy this song. Nice little cut there, Jack. Coming up, hour number two, we'll take a look at some different headlines in the sports world, one involving a Kansas City Chief that I find interesting. We'll also go back and take a look at what Travis Goff and Lance Leipold had to say earlier today. 325, I'm sure we'll get reaction from the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. We'll talk about the game coming up on Saturday, KU and Baylor, but also Lance Leipold getting that new contract. And then we will wrap things up with Terry France with Cars for Heroes, as he's presented to you every week by the great people at Super Pools. We do have some different giveaways. If you're interested in Pauly Shore or Wichita State Men's Basketball, hang in there. We'll be giving those out at some point. Right now, though, it is the end of Hour number one on a Thursday. Normally, I try to squeeze in a three-question Thursday if time allows, which I think we have some time to answer three different questions. Question is, are all three questions involving calling slash texting with Jack Johnson? I don't know. Let's find out. Jack, what you got? Question number one, will Kansas beat Baylor on Saturday? That's a no. (laughs) The bear question is, my counter question, what's the percentage that KU actually goes down the Waco to win? Above or below 30% in your eyes? Uh, I'd probably put it a little bit above 30, but not much higher than 30. Mm. That's fair. I can't imagine it's it's definitely not above 40. It may be near 35 but I don't feel too confident with it. Unless Kevin McCuller magically returns, even then I don't know. So, yeah, I would say no, though. As of right now, KU's not going to get that win in Waco. Will K-State beat Cincinnati on Saturday? That one is a must-win for Kansas State. Same thing with Cincinnati. It's almost like an elimination game in some ways. You do have the Big 12 tournament you can still go on a run and potentially win the Big 12 championship, and then you move on to the NCAA tournament. However, I just don't know if K-State or Cincinnati have the horses to actually get the job done inside the T-Mobile Center. I'm going to go with yes. I'll ride with Kansas State. I know the Wildcats have been bad on the road, but I'll take my shot here with Tyler Perry turning the corner, averaging 17 points per game over the Last eight games, he's shooting nearly 38% from distance. During that same stretch, Cam Carter had a little bit of a bounce back, didn't shoot the ball well, but did well at the free throw line. Arthur Kaluma, you have Will McNair, who really has done a nice job these last couple of games for Kansas State. I'm going to go with K-State beat Cincinnati as of right now. And lastly, will Wichita State beat Rice on Saturday? (laughs) How did I know that that was going to be the next one? (laughs) 
I knew it was going to be a, well, if you're starting with KU, then you're roping Kansas State, then the obvious is coming up, and that is Wichita State and Rice. For those that don't know what Rice is doing this year, you take a look at the standings. Wichita State is at the bottom with four wins with Tulane, Temple, and UTSA. All four of those teams with four wins. Now, records are a little bit different. Tulane is 4-11, and as well as Temple. Wichita State is 4-12. and UTSA is also 4-12. and Tulsa is 5-11. and Rice is 5-10 and in the AAC, 11-17 and overall. It's been a struggle for the Owls of Rice. They have won two of their last three, including a win at UAB as well, 94-71. They pummeled East Carolina 70-52. However, in a game against Temple, got demolished by the Owls, 65-43. They went into overtime with Tulsa, competed with South Florida. That was the big thing. They almost took down South Florida, falling 69-65. Close game against Tulsa, losing by two. Rice has been close. We talked about Wichita State being close. Rice is pretty similar as well when you take a look at what they've done this year. Man, I don't know. This Wichita State team, it's been a lot of a lot of downs, not as many ups, not all that consistent. You can also say the same thing about Rice, I suppose, not being a consistent team. I don't know which way I'm leaning. I guess I'll lean toward Wichita State to be the hopeful guy, saying the Shockers are back at home, and it is senior day. So we'll go with that magic for Wichita State. And not only that, too, but there'll be other games going on. You have the women's basketball team in action. You have baseball in action this weekend against Utah Tech. Lots of stuff going on. Well, speaking of Wichita State and Rice, if you want to go see that game in person, I got you. pair of tickets. Can be yours if you be caller number three right now at 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Wichita State and Rice, 6 o'clock inside Charles Coke Arena on Saturday. If you want to go, be the third caller at 316-669-4996. Nine six. Calling now, and best of luck. A pair of tickets, a pair, not four. Two tickets to the game on Saturday versus Rice at six o'clock. We'll have Pauly Shore tickets next hour, so continue to listen. We'll take a look at some of the national sports headlines with what's happening. Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. Terry France with Cars for Heroes, brought to you by Super Bowls. Should be a fun second hour. Hope you can be a part of it. Don't go anywhere. More of the polls straight ahead on Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Spring training is underway and